everybody, it's the Buko Boys. What's up? Hi, ho. It is episode 39. I'm DVO. And I'm Dale. And we're going to start another episode. We had a very adventurous weekend. Yep, we went on a ghost adventure. Yes, we did. So uh, we went to Raventhorn Manor Tattoo Shop in downtown Salt Lake City. Yep. It was awesome. And pretty haunted. It was pretty haunted. So we're going to talk about uh, our experiences in a little bit. But uh, we're excited to talk about that. It's going to be... Uh, we're going to have fun talking about this. It was, it was a pretty interesting night, to say the least. Right. Yes, it was. So first thing we'll talk about is something else we did over the week was check out the new release of... Or actually, we'll talk about that next. We'll talk about... A new trailer for the new Terminator movie. Yeah, we'll talk about the Terminator movie and the, what you mentioned. We went and we saw the new Aladdin movie. So uh, Terminator. Uh, oh, what's the name of this actually? Oh, uh, it's called Dark Fate. Dark Fate. So what I what I heard was that I don't know if it was the producers, the writers, the directors. I'm not sure, but I guess the goal of this is basically eliminate because this would be the sixth Terminator movie. So eliminate uh, three, four, and five, and make this new one number three. Basically, yeah, that's okay. the that's the rumor I'm kind of hearing. So just avoid um, what what was number three? The the woman Terminator, right? You said Rise of the Machines. I think that yeah, I think that was the Rise. And of then the number Machines. five was the Christian Bale um, playing John Connor in the future. Or and no, that would have been four. Yeah, sorry, number four, and then number five was Amelia Clark in the Genesis. Genesis. They went. Time way in the f- well the past. last two movies were time travels yeah in the past so this one basically is saying hey let's just make this number three <laughs> and so, i got confused because when i was watching the trailer i thought this character was actually amelia clark because she had like this brunette kind of really pretty looking face i was like oh is that amelia clark are they gonna what's gonna happening but it's not it's a, it's a totally different character so okay so what i'm gathering is the, the the fourth and fifth movies were t- kind of time time travel movies, uh-huh. so they didn't consist of going in chronological order. So the, are they saying they're wiping out Terminator Three as if it never happened, and this is replacing Terminator Three? No, this just comes after number two. This is just coming after number two. Oh yeah, but so did number three, right? <laughs> they, they just said just say this is coming after number two. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm not reading their mind here. I'm just telling you what they're saying. Okay, so maybe number three turns into number four then. <laughs> or just pretend like it never happened, like the Halloween movies. Yeah, just pretend that three never happened. So yeah, so this is, this is taking place. And what you do is you see Linda Carter. Is that her name, Linda Carter? No, that's Wonder Woman. Sarah, yeah, Sarah this? Connor is right. the character. And played by... Um, I don't know what her name is. It's Linda Carter. I'm punching you. It is. It's not Linda Carter. Though. Um, I think about it. I'm gonna look at the story. Come on, IMDb. <laughs> Pull up. This one doesn't tell her name right away. Uh, Hamilton? Is that it? I think it is Hamilton. It is Linda it? Hamilton. Yes. Okay. So Linda Hamilton makes an appearance in it, and. She's a silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> well, she looks the same, just with gray hair. She looks really toned, though. She's ripped She's, still. Oh Yeah, she always has been ripped. In the other movies, when it showed her in her older age, she was still like working out and being all ripped. How about when she was in uh, Beauty and the Beast? Oh, the, the TV show. Yeah. That's she was right. ripped. 
But... <laughs> <laughs> no, she got ripped for uh, Terminator 2 when she because she was in a psych ward. Right. And she did like a ton of pull-ups and push-ups. And that's when she got really ripped. And she got really ripped for that movie. And anyways, in this one, she's also really toned. Look, looks good. But obviously much grayer. I don't know what year this is taking place. I don't know if it's taking place like this year. Yeah, 2019 I'm maybe. I'm not sure either. It looks like it's about this time. Because when did it come out? 90s, right? I mean, it came out mm, 80s, 90s. I want to say 80s. Now I look at now I want to look at that too. I bet you it was mid eighties. So Terminator, oh my god, I didn't know there was this much of a gap. So Terminator, the first one came out in eighty four. Eighty four. T two ninety one. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know there was such a big gap because Terminator was was a hit. Interesting. Okay. You don't remember that? No, I didn't realize that. I, I mean, I remember when T two came out. I remember because I was a little acorn in elementary school, but. <laughs> Okay, interesting. So, so I'm guessing yeah, it's taking place present day, and and there's another Terminator, but she's like a hybrid. It looks like she looks like she's more yeah. She said like she's androidish. Human. Yeah, she says she's a human. So where we're like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, he's an android, and then he like adapts to the human feelings. But yeah, all of a sudden he's aged now. So it shows her, Sarah Connor, going to him. Well, I think they always use orca- organic material. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I wonder if it's because he's actually, it's actually flesh. Yeah, they're always made out of organic so material. So it is aging, I guess. And he also had a scar. So yeah, Schwarzenegger makes an appearance. He has a scar, so that shows, too, like he's done battle and it's not healed because it's, you know, aged. Okay. So, and then, yeah, so there's another type of Terminator, but she seems like more human turning into android i can't tell it's kind of interesting and then right? there's still those other from terminator 2 the liquid molten metal yeah that's the the main bad guy the, here she got the the power to blow those sons of bees up <laughs> yeah like some pow pow mother mm. like some big bazooka type thing <laughs> yeah, right? she had like a bazooka that's what yeah that's what sarah connor had she pulled out some big old bazooka and blew it to smithereens how do you how do you like these terminator movies um, they've, they can be corny at times. Yeah. But. I guess any still, sci-fi movie yeah, can. Yeah, it's still entertaining. I like it. I'll, I'll definitely watch this one. I want to see I'm it. I'm a Schwarzenegger fan. I am. I've, I've actually liked all these Terminator movies. I've, I've, I've liked them. I know they've had their, you know, critics opinions on them, but I've, I've actually liked all the Terminator movies, but I like the sci-fi Well, the first and second stuff. were definitely by far. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Three I could have done ones, without. Yeah, three I it's it's very forgettable. Yeah, I can't remember shit about number three besides it was a woman wearing like red leather. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how she got that red leather? It was like the same. It was like a Schwarzenegger thing. She yes, this biker. Yeah, she sees thing. this place and goes in and takes it. Um, but yeah, the other ones. Actually, the one with Christian Bale. That one was pretty. I good. really did like that one. That one was because it was completely different. It was them going. During the whole war of all this happening, and yeah, that one was good. I like that one because it was different. Even though Christian Bale went off on the set crew, oh yeah, I remember hearing that. <laughs> that one. was what it he was. was flipping out. <laughs> I haven't heard that for years. Yeah, that's that's I what it was. Remember that? That's hilarious. <laughs> Calling them all like incompetent yeah, or something. <laughs> he's losing his shit on everybody. Yeah. How about um, that last one, Genesis with Amelia Clark? How'd you like that one? That one was kind of forgettable. It was. I did. I mean, I did like it, but yeah, you're right. I don't it think. Amelia Clark was the perfect fit for Sarah Connor. Yeah, I know what they were trying to do, capitalize on her Game of Thrones stardom. I was that even at, so was that after Game of Thrones had started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, I didn't. You um, weren't watching it at that time. No, I I, I, I had been watching it from the beginning, season. Game of Thrones. So she was already. Yeah, they were they were capitalizing for sure. Okay, because yeah, I don't think she made a good fit for that. I thought the movie. I was agreed. Entertaining. Yeah, it was an entertaining movie, but I don't. It, it was very forgettable. Yeah. So this one, I'm, I'm, but I did, like I said, I did like every movie. I mean, I could have went without some of them. I would watch it, but I'm gonna watch this one. This one looks exciting. Yeah, I like. Uh, this looks. You know, Linda Hamilton coming back, playing her Sarah Connor role. I'm, I'm excited for there's an appearance by Schwarzenegger. I just have a feeling they're gonna collab with a new this new machine and fight this evil molten lava yeah. liquid one. <laughs> so. And there's probably gonna be more of them. Yeah, maybe. it looks Who like knows? there's a lot of them. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch this one. I, like again, I'm thinking it's taking place today. It this looks new like one, it is. So well, I'm sure once we yeah. get more trailers, we'll get more ideas. It's about funny how, how we we use Terminator to talk about the rise of the machines and how we're so plugged into electronics today, and we keep talking yeah. about they're gonna be self-aware and we'll, lock we'll, us in our houses. And, Skynet. Yeah, that's Skynet. what it is. And everybody talks about like the AI. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, we just did this new AI that does this, and they're like, oh yeah, so what's the new name of your company? Skynet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're self-aware. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if my house came alive. Tell um, to do stuff. Hey, make as me a pizza. As long as it stayed under my my controls. <laughs> make me a pizza, yeah. coffee, or something. If, as long as we could have our technology slaves stay slaves, slaves, <laughs> and not get smarter than us. <laughs> or have emotions. Yeah, no emotions. Don't get attached to me. I'm gonna upgrade you eventually. <laughs> change your programming so you can stop loving me. <laughs> so yeah, so new Terminator movie. Looking looking forward to that. Oh, did you see the release date? I didn't catch the release date. No, I didn't. I bet you I can. Still have it up here. November, November this year. Oh, it's yeah, that's gonna November first. So I'm sure we'll have three more trailers coming. Three out. full trailers till then. And then we got some popcorn and watched Aladdin. Yes, we did. How did you like Aladdin? Okay, I I loved the movie, yes. and I was pretty excited about some parts that when they played. But and I I liked some of the things too that they changed up a little bit. Okay. Um, but I wasn't a fan of Jafar, the the character who played the yes. actor who played Jafar's. I character. would agree with you on that. Not necessarily. Yeah, maybe it's the actor. I, I thought if they would have stayed true to his characteristics and his persona with being, you know, a little taller, more sinister look on his face. Yeah. You know, just more uh, of a villain. Do you have an idea of who would have been a good person for that role? Um, yeah. Who? And as long um, I would have liked to have seen him try it, too. So, you know, the actor who's always in a lot of Adam Sandler movies and in Mr. Deeds, he's the one that goes, very sneaky. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one, brother. Good one. Because he has the look, right. right? I'm going to look it up while you keep mentioning it. But um, but I think someone like him would have played a better role. What do you think? You think that? That would have been a good one, yeah. <laughs> he could do the look, right? Yeah. I think he would have played a better look or, or somebody else. John said. Turturro. Is that who he is? Yes. John Turturro. Okay. And he's on Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. People are still trying to figure it out. So that guy is who I would like to have seen play Jafar, or or just that good. That is a good one. He does have that look. Or somebody else, other than the guy who played him. That guy that played him, <laughs> he he sounded like a dweeb. He said he doesn't sound evil. Okay. He sounds like, oh yeah, this guy's telling the truth. Kind of whiny. I thought he yeah, sounded. Yeah, yeah, a little whiny, a little. Uh, 
crybaby A little needy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sound like a, a good villain. But I didn't like him, and I didn't like some of the... Some of the parts where they were singing, when Aladdin was singing, and he just wasn't like doing much acting out, and, and I almost felt like I was just watching a play at that part. Yeah, yeah so what you mean. His... When you told me that, I was thinking, yeah, there's parts where I feel like you almost think he's going to look in the camera and sing to you. Yeah. You know, because just, they're just like zoning on him, and he's just singing. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Saying, he's just saying the words without actually... Acting out some of the things he's saying versus being on the carpet, and then he's talking with jazz, singing to Jasmine, and looking and pointing at things. Yes, yeah, even right. on all those parts too. And that was another thing is when they sang a whole new world. I was expecting a powerful ballad; it was going to sound fantastic, and it ended up just sounding like a mediocre version of the song, just sang by couple of people that know how to sing good <laughs> i mean it, it didn't stand out to me it didn't like make me go oh hell yeah it, i was kind of like oh like oh a whole new world yeah but i was kind of want to be in going, this world <laughs> <laughs> i want to be in a whole new world with you but i was left going come on guys make me go oh <laughs> it wasn't making me like excited for it it just kind of was just like a normal version of the song and I was okay with that. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned that. And then I said, yeah, I, I, I could see it. But at the time watching it, I, I was okay with it at the time watching it. But I could have I see what you mean since it was the highlight of the, the cartoon movie. I, I at least I think so. Yeah. I, I, so I can see what you're saying. For me, the parts that I didn't like were there, there was parts where Will Ferrell, Will, Fer- <laughs> Will Smith playing the genie and you know the blue genie version because obviously he'd go from oh I can look normal like I can look human and he turns into Will Smith, mm-hmm. but uh, when he's playing the genie blue genie, there's parts that look v- really CGI'd. Yeah, like you're like oh it's kind of really CGI there. It looks. It just I think, looks. Yeah, I know exactly it looks what you really mean. Really CGI, but overall, I did like Will Smith as Genie. You know, it's hard to capitalize on Robin Williams, or do that. Be the shadow of Robin Williams. He's definitely in the shadow of him. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. Obviously, like our kids. Well, they've seen. Well, they've seen Aladdin, but like maybe some of the really young kids who don't know that maybe the first one. We're, we're adults. We're comparing. Everyone has got to be comparing him to Robin Williams. I yeah, think. I, I think you got. I am because it's kind of like the genie became Robin Williams instead yeah. of Robin Williams playing the genie. It yeah. was almost like the genie was a representation of Robin Williams, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Does that make sense? So, yes, I I, t- I know exactly what you mean. So with Will Smith playing, it was almost like Will Smith isn't playing the genie. Will Smith is playing. A genie. No, he's playing uh, Robin Williams. Oh. So he's kind of like tapping into Robin Williams instead of tapping into the genie, almost. Okay, well, how did you think he did? Because I I did think he did good. Me saying, after me just saying, yeah, he's in the shadow of Robin Williams, I do think he did a good, I did, I think he did a good job. I think Will Smith did a great job. Yeah. And one thing I was kind of like thinking I was going to start cringing at was in the beginning when he's telling the story. I thought he was going to start doing some really horrible accent. And oh, I was, oh, okay. was going to go like, oh. Like Middle Eastern accent? Yes. Okay. I was expecting him to do a really horrible accent. And I was going to go, <laughs> oh, God, please stop. But he didn't. And I was just like, a normal okay. voice, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. 
Okay, he did good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think he did a good job, and there's, there's definitely you know, and that was him singing. Yeah. Oh, I could tell. Yeah, you could yeah, tell because it wasn't tell. good. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the best singing. Kind of like when The Rock had to do singing for yeah. Moana. It's not good, but it's actually them. Yeah, but it's not terrible. <laughs> I think The Rock's was terrible <laughs> in Moana. Yeah. I think that was pretty terrible. I was, I was okay I with it. I it was pretty cringy. But I think, I think maybe because I'm used to it because I used to watch some of his wrestling and he would sing in the in the ring sometimes. Yeah, you funny. know what to expect. So, like, yeah, maybe but I kind of know. Like a, a, this is going to be a Disney movie. You know how Disney movies are known for their their scores. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, throwing <laughs> in somebody who doesn't know how to sing into a score, is, it's risky. But yeah. it's they they pulled it off. Well, I don't think they pulled it off with the Rock, but Will Smith pulled it off. For me, I thought it was pretty equal. I thought <laughs> it was pretty equal. I but, mean, I, I think Will Smith has you know I think he's a good rapper. That's his roots. Uh, singing, not so much. Yeah, but it was a, I mean, yeah, not the best. But he he was carrying his notes. I'm pretty sure he had to go through some vocal classes. But now that you say that, the Robin Williams did a really good job singing, though. Yeah, he did. Now you know that thing about Robin Williams is not known for his singing, but he did a pretty good job. Well, that song—it was the singing in uh, what, what part? It was the beginning of when he's telling the story and starts singing about the how the lamp works. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not how the lamp works. When he tells the story and he starts singing the, the Arabian Nights. Oh, gotcha. that when he's singing that part—the part where he's doing Robin Williams' song, being the genie. That part's kind of easy to sing because you're kind of just yelling out the words. You're not really carrying <laughs> notes or anything. Where are you going to rave you? No. That's carrying a note. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Will Smith is actually singing the, the song. Yeah. But uh, I thought he, he did pretty good. So I can't remember where we were going with that now. <laughs> no, just his, his, his him coming out of the shadow of Urban Williams. I oh, yes, he did a good yes, job. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I thought he did he did a pretty good job. And it was almost like he wasn't taking some of the things that, that Robin Williams said. And he didn't repeat it verbatim. He kind of said it his own way. Right, right, right. But he did kind of play the genie pretty good. I thought he still carried on the whole Robin Williams persona. And didn't make me go you'll never be robin williams <laughs> you know right and he had his own like flavor to it where he said like, i'm gonna fantabulize you or something like that you know that was just something that's a will smith type of word or yeah. something and so i like that he brought his own twist of his character to it and i like i did like the movie i thought they, they followed the story of the cartoon movie really well did one thing that i think they changed though i think they changed the end of the movie we don't need to talk about it here in case we don't want spoiler alerts, but... Uh, well, if you haven't seen Aladdin yet, the cartoon, anyway. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the cartoon? Yeah, oh, okay. well, in the end of the cartoon, okay. he, the sultan goes, well, I'm the sultan, I can make law, I can do whatever I want, so if you want to marry a street rat, <laughs> marry a street rat. And so she's like, I love street rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that life. <laughs> So she marries a street rat. Wait, they get married? <laughs> I ruined. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but in this one, he doesn't say that. Right. She, he doesn't say, I'm the sultan. I can change the laws. I can do what I want. He says. You're the princess. You can do whatever you want. 
Yeah, but in other words, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you so you liked it? I liked it. I Thumbs still up? liked it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was good. I just liked I would have liked to have changed Jafar. And I, I would have told Aladdin, when you're singing, show me some more some more acting. And then when you guys are doing your duet together, singing the whole new world, make it powerful, damn it. Because like I was just just yesterday I was watching a YouTube clip of a father uh, a son and his mom doing the duet together of singing the whole new world. Okay. And it sounded better than the movie. Okay. And I was kind of like, even these guys did it better than the movie. <laughs> but How... in, and in the soundtrack, they have Zayn singing it. Zayn is right. some other girl. I can't remember who. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But that sounds better. That even sounded better. I haven't better. heard that version yet either. I wish they would have just used that version for the for the movie. It, it, yeah, it went off really good. It's a hit. I know that. How uh, How much... In love, did you fall in love with Jasmine? Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! I thought she did a good job as Jasmine. She did a good job. She, uh, you know, like there's parts where she's like mad at Jafar, and she, she did a good job like acting out and, and, I don't think she's done a ton of movies. I know she was the Pink Ranger. We talked about that. She was the Pink Ranger in that Power Ranger flop that came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. which I knew would do terrible, and it was was. Did you watch <laughs> it? Yeah, it was terrible. I didn't it like wasn't it. The, the best, but but she did a good job there, and and yeah, she did really good here, and I just kept checking her out. Okay, what I wish I was at Agrabah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was good. So we recommend that you guys go see it. Yep, just like the cartoon. Oh, you know what else was different too? The handmade part. Oh, that whole thing was was all new. Yeah, so where, cool. where where Jasmine has her handmade, she's very interactive with her, and they kind of do the whole Star Wars things where they. Change place. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys gotta watch it to, to know what we're talking about. But anyways, um, so we get into the paranormal now. Yeah, you got an update from White Feather where we yep. we talked about that. We did in Santa Quinn just a few episodes ago, not too long ago. So Loretta sent me an update of what had happened in uh, their store. Oh, so again, no, this is that 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 store in Santa Quinn next to the family tree, and they they sell a lot of like stones and gems, not like precious gems, but like stone wise. Um, what else? So what happened was, I guess a couple customers had walked in. A lady that comes in regularly and her mother. Probably after hearing our episode, I'm sure we're pretty famous out there in Santa Quinn. Just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, um, so. They came in. I, from what I gathered, from what I, from what Loretta had told me, and they sounds like they both kind of picked up on uh, spirit activity in there. Right. And the mom of, of the lady started channeling the boy Jonah that we had that I had seen. And then when Caden went in there, Caden actually said his name right away. He was like, "Okay, you know that boy you seen? His name's Kate. Uh, his name's Jonah." Um. So, anyways. When this lady came in there, she says that she's a medium also. She tapped into him. And some of the things that she was saying about him and his life were that so he and his grandfather lived on that land. Okay. They owned that land. It's just the two of them. Um, And he loved and respected his grandfather very much. His grandfather taught him everything, including hard work. When his grandfather died, the land rightfully belonged to him as the only survivor, even though he was just a teenage boy. Some bad men wanted the land, and they tried to force him to sign it over. So they ended up beating him and dunking his head in water to try to force him to give it up. 
he wouldn't, and he ended up dying from the injuries. He didn't even live to, to see his 16th birthday. Aww. So even after his death, the judge would not give the land over to those men. Um, so his spirit was glad about that, and he still his spirit stays there to kind of protect the land. And he's afraid and worried that uh, we will do to him what others had done to him. And uh, or, or actually, he's scared what... Uh, He's afraid and worried that we will do to him what we did to the others and make him leave. He, so the others is yeah. when uh, uh, Tim went in there, kicked out that negative energy that was in right. there. So he's afraid that we're going to try to kick him out, which we're not. Um, and then, but he likes what they're doing with the place and he would like to stay there. But uh, she was the... The medium actually wasn't able to confirm that his name was Jonah uh-huh. because she ended up losing contact with him when Loretta had asked if she could get his name. Oh, but okay. she just remembers the name Jonah from when Caden uh, had said that when we were there. But that so the, the the one thing that correlates with that whole story that's pretty interesting was when I had seen him in my head, I seen him dripping water from his head. Yeah, looking kind of downward. Right. And his hair really wet. Right. And... That kind of makes sense if they were dunking his head in water right. trying to like you know torture him drowning torture drowning I guess yeah um, yeah that yeah, it does make total sense so that was a really interesting update so thanks Loretta for giving yeah. us that update that's pretty pretty interesting that's, that was very interesting so yeah I would like to go back there and investigate yeah, more actually got chills I actually did too right as you said that I was getting them <laughs> we're we're so in touch with each other <laughs> touching. <laughs> So yeah, pretty cool. So cool stuff. Pretty cool. That's that was in Santa Quinn at the uh, White Feather Rocks. Yeah. So, so go check it out. They got a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool items. Uh, they also have a massage uh, bed if you want a massage. Uh, I think they do read. Do they do readings in there? I can't remember. Well, they have somebody that does massages, and I, I think she also practices Reiki. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not sure everything. You can go to their website and, and find out awesome. on their Facebook page, and yeah. So the next one we got, and uh, we're going to probably spend most of the episode talking about this, was we got an invite from Raventhorn Manor. This is a tattoo shop in downtown Salt Lake. And uh, Jake owns that. So Jake's the one who... uh, His name is Jake? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so he uh, had... I've been talking to him. I'm going to look up the address. I'll keep going. It was 145 South and... 145 South, 400 East. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's such a good memory. Good good one. So if you're looking to get some ink done, check it out. It's pretty cool. It's an old house. It's over 100 years old, this house. Yep. And why don't you kind of tell us what... So they reached out uh, to... Did they reach out to us? Well, I actually hit him up first. Okay. Because he had mentioned uh, on his uh, Instagram page that they have a haunted... Oh, okay. So kind of tell how how we got connected. I'll kind of walk through like a tour that we did when we met up with Jake and then we can go into the evidence. So when he had mentioned that, I just asked him if he had any stories that he could share with us that we could use for the podcast. And he actually said, why don't you just come investigate? That's awesome. And I said, you got it, bud. (laughs) (laughs) So we came down there. We we finally planned it all out. And that was just uh, last Friday night. And... We finally got to meet him, and we went on a tour. He gave us a little tour. Yeah, he gave us a little tour. He couldn't stick around, unfortunately. We were like, hey, man, come investigate with us. But he had to take off, and he left us the keys. So that was really cool of him. He was a really cool guy. Uh, and the whole, like I said, the whole house, 100 years old, is a, 
it's actually a really good looking house. They've done a good job doing some remodeling. They're still doing some. And man, it looks really, really cool in there the way have the way they have it set up. And yeah. I like that they're capitalizing on this kind of hauntedness of the house. Because it definitely is, guys. <laughs> it really is. Oh yeah. Um so anyway, we meet we meet up with him and he gives us a little tour. We we start off on the main floor. There's a little lobby. Obviously, this is, was a house. So this was probably the front room, family room at one point. And they've I used assume. it for other things. Like the, they've used it for probably like rented it out as an apartment and as offices. Oh, yeah. Rented out sections yeah. for offices. It's been used for a long time, but probably as it was built, <clears throat> it was probably used as a as a family room. Yeah, I think the original room. the original when it was originally built was like a polygamous home or something. Could, could have been. I mean, beautiful home, beautiful. So, you know, there's a hallway right in the front. There's also some stairways up. Uh, but uh, on the main floor, what they've got is they've got, like this, like I said, this front room, living room. They're using it as a lobby, which makes sense. Then they have a couple of rooms. These were bedrooms, and they're using them as their uh, rooms where they meet with their customers and get work done. Uh, a little open area, too, by a fireplace. Maybe another type of family room at one point, I, I assume. Yeah. And then a bathroom, and they're using these other bedrooms as, as offices and and stations, workstations. Upstairs, and and man, were these stairs noisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really creaky stairs. Yeah, they're, they're 100 years old. I think they're all original. I think everything's original in there, floor-wise. Makes sense. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, go up there, and uh, we have right away when you get to the top of the stairs, three rooms. One's really small. Uh, one is a little bit larger. Jake's been hearing some things. We'll get into that. Uh, another room. We got some good evidence in this next room. Then another little open area. Probably like another family room, maybe. Yeah, it looks like another family room. And then they have a bathroom. Uh, and then more stairs. Yeah, another bedroom. You're right. And they use this as a guest room for mm-hmm. guest tattoo artists. Then another stairs that go up into the attic. At the top of the attic is a big open landing. Not a lot of room because that's where, you know, you get the, the peak of the house roof. So not a lot of room in that in that uh, landing area. Then there's a doorway that goes into the actual attic where when you, when you think area. attic, this is what it looks like. Right? Yeah. When you think attic, attic. Uh, open space there. Then we went down again to the main floor, went outside and went to the basement. So there's a basement where they keep the heater, the furnace. A lot of things like that. Uh, Jake feels really spooked out down there. The floor is dirt. Yeah, just all dirt, dirt floor. All dirt flooring, um, and that's in that basement. All right. So, so anyway, he gives the tour. We kind of chit chat a little bit, and then he has to take off. He gives us the keys. Set tells us how to set the alarm and and mess with the lights, and we put up our our kind of like a home base, I guess you'd say, kind of, kind of in their little work office and. We went lights out. Yeah, we pretty much turned off most of the lights. We turned off everything but where we kept like we, we you know we had we had yeah our coke and then we had our we put our uh, equipment down because we we're not going to carry everything with us so we put our equipment down and so we just left the light on there and we left the whole house pitch black and we started off on the main floor it just made sense we're like hey the main floor let's just kind of sit here we sat in the lobby first didn't get much. We had a, like you felt. Oh no! I take that back. You felt something touch your hand. Yeah, when we were sitting there, I felt some something kind of sh- like a finger lightly stroke the back of my hand. Like flirting with you? I don't know, if flirting with me, but it was just more <laughs> of just like. A... Oh, so tell me, because I've never felt that. What is it? What is? Does it feel like like me doing it? Yeah. Okay. So 
it, not like a really feather like, like not like a, a feather so okay. imagine you're just sitting there don't look at me or okay. don't look at yeah don't look at me put my hand out so here. imagine as as you're just sitting there talking okay. and just being normal and all of a sudden you just feel something like that okay interesting and i mean it's very distinct it's not like oh the wind could have just like a, there's a little bit of pressure a little bit of pressure okay. and it's Sometimes when you get grabbed, it almost feels like it's just really light, like touch, like it's light, yeah. sitting there like that. And then like a little, a light squeeze, like sometimes it's slow and then it releases and it's just gone. Interesting. So it was just that, for like that one split second? Yep. Okay. Just real quick, just a light finger just going down the back of my hand and it was gone. Yeah. When you were saying that, I was, I was snapping some pictures, nothing came up. Um, nothing came up in any of our pictures, actually. Uh, but we did get some EVPs we'll talk about. Well, there was uh, nothing that you could see with the naked eye. Right, you're right, you're right. But things with our friend Brandy, who she can see things. And so she was able to validate a few things. Yeah, you would forward on the pictures to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, in that downstairs area, we didn't um, we didn't get too much. Just there was the chair in the second room. Yeah, that so. second room from the from the front room. Every time you sat down in that chair, our ghost meter, so if you're listening for the first time or don't know what the ghost meter is, ghost meter is a device that picks up on energies. It, yeah, and it's a little, it's a it's a type of EMF, but it doesn't pick up on the, almost like the EMF pollution, which would be like your cell phone, um, like your cell phone opening up and setting off a K2. It wouldn't set off the ghost meter pro. Um the only times I've seen it wig out in weird situations is when we're in a location with really bad electrical grounding and the EMFs in the area are just off the charts. Yeah, because it picks up on that. That's the type of stuff it so picks up So that's the on. only time that EMFs, I've seen EMFs actually disrupt it, like, like EMF pollution anyways, disrupt it in any way. Normally, it just picks up only on spirit energy. Yeah. So what it does is it has a needle um, and then it, it's a gauge. So if you if you were like slowly walk up to like a... Uh, electrical circuit you'll start seeing the needle slowly start moving as you get closer Not necessarily that it'll actually just spike once you get real close to it it'll just spike the needle will just move over to it well for visual just think of that <laughs> how it works or if you walked right up to it yeah it just it would just spike and actually, so the best way to think because i would do this to demonstrate it is i would use a magnet and i'd put a magnet in front of it and as soon oh, okay. as i touched it with the magnet it, the needle would spike so so pretty much only electromagnetic certain things would set yes. it off so what, what, what we gauge as is if something comes in the proximity, it will light up the device. And we, we try to communicate with just using yes, no questions, saying, hey, you know, if you can get close, it'll, you'll spike this needle. You know, make a spike once for the answer to be yes and make a spike twice for the answer to be no. That's kind of what we try to do. I don't know how much validity we can put behind these devices, well, but they're just tools to help us. Does it pick up on, on spirit energy? Yes. Do the spirits always give you the right answers with yeses and noes? Do they know how to use it properly? Do they know how? Yeah. yeah. Not always. And I can usually tell when I'm actually talking to somebody that knows how to, that's actually given me right answers and they're actually wanting to engage with conversation and ones that are actually just messing around with it, making it go off and then taking off and going, ha, ah, that was weird. You know, uh, so you can kind of tell which ones are actually, you're talking to somebody with with answers or just talking to somebody just, Kind of messing with messing the device, with but um, and every time you sat in this chair, it'd go off. As soon yeah, as you get up, it stopped. Thing. And and I was I wasn't moving. I was just staying still um, in one area of that room. And you would walk around. We'd walk around. Nothing. Soon as you sit down in that chair, spikes. And this every is weird. time, and every I, time though. I would be holding the device, 
as I'm sitting there and it's going off and it's doing weird things and, and I was, set it, was, it down. And it was, it was interactive with us. Yeah. Every was, time you were in that chair, it was interactive. And I would set it down and it would go away and it wouldn't go off. And then I'd grab it, it'd go off again. I'd stand up and it would stop. Yeah. And then I'd sit back down and it'd go off. I would set the thing down next to me right where I was holding it, but I'd just set it down and stop touching it and it would stop again. But only when I'm when I'm engaged with that chair and I'm holding the device. Yeah. I could be sitting in the chair not holding the device and the device doesn't go off. I had to be sitting in the chair and, and holding, holding the device for it to go off. Yeah. And then later on in the night when we came back down to that spot, it wasn't doing it anymore. It was such the it was the weirdest thing. But You're when right. I had taken mm-hmm. a picture of it and I had sent it to Brandy in that area, she never got back to me on that if there was a spirit there. She didn't get back to me if there weren't spirits in pictures, so I just figured there wasn't anything in that picture. Okay. But it was such a weird event. I mean, it doesn't necessarily that it wasn't something there wasn't in there with us. It just probably wasn't in the picture at the time. But yeah. I didn't count that as a as a spirit, as one of the spirits that we encountered. But it but it was very yeah. very cool. Um, as, as we left that room, we went, um, we went down the hallway a little bit further in this open area where they have a fireplace. We didn't get much activity going on there. However, Jake told us a story that he hung up a clock and he hung up this clock and he kind of tugged on it to make sure it was stable and he verified it was, it was pretty stable. Moments later, I don't know how much time had passed, but moments later they hear this loud crash. They come out, look over and the clock is on the ground. Right. And this was a clock that had to be like kind of lifted up and off of yeah, the it was, way it was mounted. Yeah, the way it was mounted had to be like lifted up and off. So And when we were in that area, we were using the uh the S box. Yes, uh-huh. And we were asking if there was some names in there and it it was just kind of spitting off a lot of words, but it said the name like Jeff and Rick and it was, did say a few other things, but it was hard to make it out. But it just kind of started blurting off words of like instantly when we asked for names. Uh-huh. So I mean, it made sense later with how many spirits were in that place. Yes. And then uh, later we went upstairs. Let's see. Was there anything else back there? No. No. Um, they had an office that they didn't want us to enter in because they had a lot of personal stuff in there. There's a bathroom, but nothing was. No. You got spooked out though going into that bathroom. Oh yeah, I opened that bathroom door because the bathroom floor. was right next to the stairs. Yeah, so there's kind of like the wall that kind of walls off the stairs that kind of goes up the ceiling. So as I open the door and I open it inwards, again we're in pitch black. Yeah, open it inwards. The reflection off the light or off the wall that was right in front of my face. Because when you walk, open the door <laughs> inwards, the wall. The slanted wall is right in front of your face. And so that white light reflection was right in my face as I opened that door. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it kind of threw me back for a second. And I had to adjust what that was, you know, yeah. seeing that it's just the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we went upstairs. Um, at the top of the stairs, there's a, there's a small room at the front of the house. It's very, very small. Um, well, let's say this. When you get to the top of the stairs, you're you're facing the third bedroom yeah you go to your left that's a, that's another bedroom that is where jake does his tattooing and just to the side of him is a really small room not big enough and it's to facing the front of the house yeah it's more of looks more of like something uh, an area to store things it's kind of a small room yeah really small room but in jake's area that he does his tattooing it sits right above the front of the house yeah 
and it overlooks the front. And he would hear things above his room, which is the, the attic. attic. And he would hear, he said he would hear things like almost like drop in the middle of the attic and kind of hear something, footsteps and scratching, scratching noises. And, you know, looking outside, I saw where the trees actually do touch the house and could make scratching noises onto the house. Yeah. But that doesn't explain the thuds or the footsteps or right. any of the weird or the lights. He would have lights turning on or up there after he had just turned them off. Yep. So, I mean, that doesn't explain any of that. You know, the trees, trees don't explain that. Yeah. <laughs> so, True. So, uh, going in those rooms, didn't um, those first two areas like where Jake does, didn't really get much in there. But going into the next room... I actually would feel something standing Well, let's talk there. about that when we first walk in. I'm in front of you. We're walking into okay, that room. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm walking in well, front gonna, of you. I, before we talk about going into okay. the room, I was okay. going to say, oh, go ahead. just looking at the entrance of that room uh-huh. from the bottom of the stairs looking up, I automatically sensed something staring down at me. Yeah. Knowing, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely know something's I, up there. Obviously, I'm not as in tune with that type of stuff as you are, but I definitely felt like I was being watched a lot. Like, eyes were on me. I'm getting goosebumps telling that you can see on my own. <laughs> yeah. Saying that, reminding me, like, I felt like I was constantly well, we were. being watched. We yeah, were. we were. There was ghosts in, like, every corner but of that like, house. Like, like, almost, like, every minute, I felt like I was being watched. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I'm so, getting more goosebumps. Now. So just looking yeah. at that room, I, arm, I was <laughs> able to, to notice that there was a spirit looking down at us. Uh-huh. I know that feeling all too well growing up in our house that I knew where spirits were and always staring at me in different parts of the house. So I know that feeling. I was able to verify that also later. But um, but yeah, okay. So we walk in that room. As we first walk in, I'm behind you. Yeah. Or, I see a shadow. There's a light where light's coming in from the window, window. Uh-huh. and it's reflecting onto the wall. And I see a shadow and that reflection go across. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, I, and I yeah. just explained Because I didn't I see saw. it. So, um, I, and I have my EMF detectors on. So you say, well, hold on. Don't move. I saw something. And I was like, well, it might have been me because I'm walking in. And then, it, so we, I kind of rewind back outside the room, come in again. Actually, no reflection. The reflection is kind of deeper into the room. Well, yeah, it's coming from the window that is uh, facing opposite the, the door. Opposite the door, and the reflection is coming onto the sidewall, so it's coming in at an angle. So we yeah. actually don't break that light, light at all. To way deeper into the room until you actually go all the way to across the room yeah. to that window. So we kind of try to debunk it, and, and obviously it was coming in the opposite direction too. Right, it was actually coming towards the door where we're coming. In from the door. And the light that's being produced that comes into that room, there's nothing that could that could really create a shadow unless it was a, yeah. a giant bird flying through the trees, I guess. Right. <laughs> but yeah. um, so as I walk towards where that shadow went. Which in, is in the deep in the, corner. In the far corner, the darkest corner. As I get there, it sets off the EMF. Yeah, it, it spikes instantly, and then only a spikes lot. like it went red and it was loud, beeping loud, and it went and it went away. Yeah, really quick. Because you said there you are, because um, we, we really couldn't read, we couldn't reenact that that shadow. And you just had, it went deep in this corner. You went in that corner, it went off like crazy. And you said there you are, and then it stops. Right, and it left. It left, and then uh, we were in there for a minute. We. We were doing some more, like, uh, look, trying to get EVPs, but we didn't really get anything else in there. So we had left. I remember we walked out of that room. You put your notes over on this side. 
And then when we walked out of that room, I think that's when I got poked in the chest. Was it right then? I think when we walked out of that room going into the next... I, I stayed like, in the room. I stayed in the room. You went out in the hallway. Yeah. And I was going to go into that area where we ended up doing another uh, S-Box session. Yeah. We did the S-Box session in that open area, and that's where we caught a... a EVP that we didn't actually catch at the time. So tell me about this poke in the chest. Like you said, that you you because I remember I'm, I'm sitting in that room and I'm just sitting there and I'm by, I'm by myself for a second because you walk out in the hallway. I'm just kind of sitting there just in the quiet and you're like, man, I just feel like something poked me in the chest. Like so, like I felt did it feel like me poking you in the chest? Yeah. So imagine, but but actually, what was distinct about this was imagine a little bit of a short sharp nail. Okay. So imagine their fingernail being a little stubby but sharp. And as I'm walking, it just goes right into your chest like that. Interesting. So you like you feel like the you must feel like you felt a finger and a, and a nail and the nail. Interesting. So and it just kind of poked me and stopped. It just kind of put that pressure into my chest, kind of went okay. in there, and I felt that the you know you could feel everything. So not necessarily a push, but just not a just push, a poke. just a poke and then stop. But then oh. from the poke, you could feel. Where everything was, you know, the finger part and the nail part. You can know what side of the finger the nail was on. And you're just, okay, yeah, I just got poked. Oh, interesting. Um, and it was probably that lady that's standing there that we didn't know at the time. There's a lady that's standing there. from, And then when we go into the next little open landing area, uh, it's almost like another living room. Yeah. We sit down and start doing another EVP session. Well, we start doing a... The S box session. So again, if if you if you're not familiar, the S box is uh, stands for Spirit Box, and it's sweeping multiple of uh, stations. Yeah, you, so you just heard that for a brief second. It's that was probably that little glip you just heard was probably like five, five stations. Yeah, about five or six. So stations. that's how fast it's going, and then through that white noise, that's that's what it's creating is white noise. It's sweeping through white white noise. If you hear anything longer than like that, that, like a milli 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 blip. Then it's going across multiple stations at once. And I don't know why we didn't even hear this at the at the time this was recorded. We just kind of kept going as if it wasn't even said. Yeah. But I caught it when this, I was listening the whole to the audio. Here. So this is just a, a six second audio. Okay. So you'll hear you'll hear me asking if you if she can or, or if a spirit can say its name. You'll hear a little bit of quietness of just the scanning. Don't say anything, but yeah. And then you'll hear a name. I want to hear what you guys... So just listen to guys without us telling you what we think it is. So you hear that. It's a woman's voice. You can hear that right at the end there. Right. And it, it when you hear it with headphones, it is super clear. Listening to it over a speaker, it's it's never as clear. And I'm actually going to take this... You know, Your what, case my, off? Yeah, it's not the case. I oh, think my no. speakers are gunked up too. <laughs> but I'm going to play this again one more time. You ready? And then we'll, then we'll narrow it in later on that, just that part. Can you try to tell us what your name is? So maybe, maybe just do that section again. I want, to hear, I want people to try to try, listen to it, guys. So definitely a woman's voice is going over. It's a it's a, a second, right? Like it's it's probably Almost, swept over yeah. ten ten stations. There it is again. Ready? That's good. 
So, want to tell them what you think it is? It sounds like Marissa. Yeah. Marissa or Melissa, but to me it sounds like she's saying Marissa. So, like I hear, I hear like the the early ma and I heard the end sa is like that middle part that I'm vague about, but I hear so it. So, now listen to it again, you'll hear us go, "Can you tell us what your name is?" And it's the same voice going over multiple stations. So, that's what's very interesting about it. Yeah. But uh it, so it's the same voice over multiple stations. And it's multiple syllables. So I'll play it again and listen for that, either Melissa or Marissa. Can you try to tell us what your name is? Right at the very end. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's pretty interesting. So we caught that, and we didn't know till later when I started snapping pictures later, and I sent them over to Brandy, and she told us that, yes, there was a woman standing there. Um, and she's standing like outside the, the doorway. Hallway. Yeah, the yeah. doorway of that room at the top of the stairs. Yep. So she can kind of watch people going in and out and up and down. Yeah. Um, but there was also a male when I took a picture in that corner where I saw the shadow go in. There was also a male there. Yeah. Um, but when we recorded this, we actually didn't hear it at the time. We, we didn't even realize it had said that. And then when we, there was a bathroom that when we leave there to go towards the stairs that go up to the attic, there's a bathroom and a bedroom in that bathroom. I could, I knew instantly when I opened that door, there's something in that shower. So I snapped a picture of that. I sent that to Brandy and she said, yep, there's a woman in the shower. So I don't know if that name that we got, even if that was the name of a spirit talking, if that was the woman from the the entrance of the doorway or from the bathroom, because we were kind of in between the two. Yeah, that, that yeah, the landing was right in between both of them. So, but that was interesting, and now, you know, I figured I should mark that down so I. Yeah, could... I mean, it sounded good. It sounded really good. We didn't hear it with our bare naked ears. With our bare ass ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then we went up. We went. We went in that guest room where they have the their guests stay the night if they have guests come in. We went in that room. Nothing was really going off in that room. So, if you're a guest that's going to go into Raventhorn. You're okay. Yeah, that room's not doesn't have. Watch out for the bathroom. Though. Yeah, the bathroom's just got kidding. somebody chilling in there, just kind of watching you do your thing. <laughs> so then we went upstairs, right? Is that the point we went upstairs? Yes. Yeah, so this is when we went up to the attic. With the attic, we were in the landing, and then um, um, got some hits on the ghost meter. So when K2s, we went up there, in fact, let me just say the K twos. Besides that, where we went in that room we just mentioned, where we saw that shadow cross. Mm-hmm. Besides that, the K twos didn't do a lot. It did later on at night. At the very end. In the, in, was it in that same room? It was in that same room. No, it was, it was downstairs, downstairs it was on downstairs, the main yeah. floor. And it was next to that chair that was giving me the things. Yes. So um, when we get upstairs to the attic, we I wanted to do an echo box up there, an echo box session, which is similar to the spirit box, but it's using a, a different type of sweeping and different type of white noise. Yeah, it's so it's, a, using, it's an app. It's an app that we downloaded. Right. So it's not using AM, FM station white noise. It's using other white noise and pulling from sound banks of voices. Um, but it's also we're shuffling it and mixing it and putting it at different speeds to where it's not going to say words. It won't say words on its own. It'll have to be manipulated to, to actually say words. Um, so when we were using the Echo Vox upstairs uh, in, the, in the attic, in the, the finished area, the landing did capture something that we didn't capture at the time that we didn't notice at the time uh-huh. but it came through on the echo vox and it was a voice it was right when we had started the echo vox also and the voice kind of sounds like it's it's questioning what this thing is that we're doing because this is the first time this place had been investigated so 
um, for spirits that were living there, this is new to them. This is the first time they're yeah, being talked to. Yeah, I don't think to. anyone's really trying to communicate right. with them. So this right? is the first time they're actually getting communicated with or getting acknowledged. And at this moment, when we went up to the attic and I was, we were kind of talking with it, this thing kind of seemed interested in this device. And let me capitalize on what you just mentioned. There was, I'm sure with how old this house is, I'm sure there was times where it was abandoned and not being used. And, and sometimes spirits, they like to kind of go where they're left alone. Right. So they could have wandered in there. They saw other spirits. They wandered in there, hung out. And they really had no business about that house. They just wandered on in. True that. Yeah. So this was a recording in the attic. And this voice sounds like it's saying, what is that thing? So I'm going to play that for you. It's really short. It's a really short audio. Oh, yeah. What's that thing about? What's that thing about? And I have a hard time. Like I, I, it is weird for for this device. Like that's a weird sound. Now I remind you, using this echo box, we've used it multiple times. We've heard clear sentences. We've heard clear words come through before. Um, this one is not as clear. It was just it was significant for what was happening at the time. We weren't yes. getting anything, and it was a lot of just going exactly you know, one syllable noises right so when this came through i'm surprised at the time we didn't even stop and say wait wait a minute what was that uh-huh. we just kind of kept going as if it didn't even say anything but listening to it with the headphones on it was a lot more clear and again listening to it with headphones compared to listening to it with a speaker it's night and day but uh but it definitely sounds like it was referring to us just starting this device and it played again ne- never seeing or being interacted with before and it almost sounds like it's saying What's this thing about? What do you guys think it says? It's like, like, yeah, a couple little, some syllables. Yeah, so it almost sounds like it's saying, what's this thing about? Or it could be saying, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. (laughs) But um, and this was in the land. So the, the thing of the attic kind of almost split in two sections. There's like a, this landing area, and you can put storage up there. Um, and then there's a doorway that goes into a typical attic, wood framing. Yeah, just um, you know, unfinished board on the ground that you walk on. Yeah, pitched roof and yeah, uh, plywood laying across the board so you can walk on in there. We were kind of walking around because I was with Jake saying he he's hearing scratching. I, I was trying to look for droppings like mouse droppings or something like that just to see you know is there a mouse up here is there a bird in here um but i didn't didn't i didn't catch any i could feel something up there right away and when i um i took pictures of it and even talking to other spirits before we got in there with using the the ghost meter pro with the yes and no questions they were a couple different spirits had said that there was something bad up in the attic you know, it's funny you say that again. Cause we're we're not sure these spirits have probably never been tried to communicate with before. No one was probably come in there and said, "Hey, come talk to us. We've got devices that we can use, and we're trying to pinpoint you and talk to you." They probably haven't experienced that, so it's hard to tell what they're trying to do with these devices. But yeah, you're right. There's some. It seemed like there was some that were saying, "Yeah, there's something up there. It's not nice. It's not because you kind of felt it." 
Yeah. And, but there's other times where we were talking with some spirits on the ghost meter where it says, no, leave it. It's fine. It's not bothering me. That's the answers it's giving. Right. And then, you know, with all the spirits that we were encountering in that house, all of them were like type ones, which were just human spirits that were just, you know, you're friendly. We're not doing nothing. We're just kind of here. We haven't crossed over. And, you know, that's pretty much the spirits that were there, except in the attic where I was feeling something negative, And I had sent that picture to Brandy without telling her, you know, anything about what's going on. She was able to say, yeah, there's a type two up there. So she said right away that there was a type two, which is also a human spirit, but just a negative human spirit. They're just an asshole. So which would also make sense why he was hearing noises and hearing stuff up there. Yeah, why Jake's hearing noises up in the attic. And, you know, the lights getting turned on after he had turned them off because he's just an asshole. (laughs) So... Yeah, because that's what Jake's saying. Like, I, I swear I turn off a light up in the attic area. Because, like, again, they probably put storage up there. Come down the stairs, and I can see the light is on. Yeah, and he said he didn't like going up there. You know, he didn't like it up there. Yeah. Uh, he didn't like yeah. it down in the basement either. Uh, we went down in the basement after we went up and did that up in the attic. Yeah, so we um, went all the way outside and then yeah, down the basement. We had to get to the basement from the outside. And it was just, like, a really small little landing when you first walk in. And then um, you walk beyond that through a doorway and that is a your the furnace is right there and it's almost like it's all dirt and it's like a crawl space like it's up about midway up the the height of the room is dirt and you have to crawl up there if you need to get back anywhere else but um there actually wasn't anything negative in there there was spirits down in the basement there was a there was an adult and a couple children that were down there, but there was nothing negative. They were just type ones. Yeah, it was hard to do because because the the heater was on, the furnace was on. We couldn't record much. Yeah, we couldn't record much because it was really noisy uh, from that, and it was really kind of distracting to kind of trying to hone in and and talk. It was really distracting. But yeah, I didn't didn't feel anything. Yeah, I didn't feel anything negative. Bad. I did feel energy in there for sure, and then uh, when we went down in there, I didn't feel anything negative. But after taking the pictures and sending them to Brandy and her saying, yeah, you know, telling us what was in there. Um, so anyways, I decided, okay, I'm going to kick this spirit out that's in the, the attic, that, that asshole. So I went up there. I got my uh, spray that I make and just using, you know, my energy to force him well, out. Well, talk about the spray a little bit. People listening, like, what is the spray you're talking so about? So it's just a smudge spray that I make myself. Um, and it's got the essential oils of sage which people would normally burn but i'm not going to try to set off people's smoke detectors burn yeah. sage <laughs> um, so i make a spray and i can also add other cleansing properties to it so like palo santo which is another wood that people would burn to do cleansing so i'll add that oil to it um i'll add a couple other things for protection and and uh and love like lavender and, and lemon oils it does smell good when you spray it. It smells good. You're right. And then I actually add a, a bay leaf to that. And then I add black salt. And then um, actually I'm making a new one where I'm crushing up orange selenite and putting that in it as well. Oh. And then another special ingredient. And I'm going to add a couple other oils to that. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's all just for protection. It's for cleansing. And so as I'm spraying that and I'm letting it know it, it can't be there anymore and it has to leave... So I banish it from that room, and then I uh, salted the doorway so it can't go back in. And I used uh, black salt, pink salt, and a mix of bay leaf, crushed bay leaf. And then I lined the doorway with that so it can't come back in. And then I kept pushing them out that back door 
down the stairs, but out that back door, and then I salted that back door to keep him out as well. So kicked him out. So I didn't let Jake know about that yet until when I met up with him the other day when I gave him back his keys. Yeah. And he said to me, you know, since you guys have been there, I haven't heard anything. And I usually hear things about, you know, three times a week. And it had been almost almost a week. Right. So I haven't heard a thing. So kicked him out. And after I was done, after I had kicked him out, just to verify, I felt like he was gone. But just to verify, I, I snapped a picture, a couple of pictures in there. And I sent him to her and asked her, hey, is he still up here? And she said, no, he's not up there anymore. So I didn't even tell her that I had done that. You know, I just wanted to see yeah. if she could see him still. And, yeah, so that was that. And then the, where did we go after that? Is that where we went back? Um, after I kicked him we out went of back the down attic, to the floor, right? we went back down to the main floor. And we were going to uh, investigate the main floor again and then the second level one more time. So when we went down to the main floor in that same area where the chair was setting off the Ghost Meter Pro, right. it was no longer doing that. The weird thing was, was the K2 was sitting there next to the uh, Ghost Meter Pro. Yeah, on the table bench. On the on the, the tattoo bench. And the K2 meter was starting to go off. And it had not gone off all night. Right. Nothing had set that thing off all night. And all of a sudden, right in that area, it was, it was just going off, you know, one little blip. Which was the weirdest thing. Nothing was there to set it off. And it wasn't doing that weird thing anymore with the Ghost Meter Pro in the chair. But for some reason, it was just blipping just, you know, one extra out of the five on that K2 meter. Yeah. So that much, then we went back upstairs. We went back upstairs. Wanna, why tell this? You want to mess with that a little bit? Oh, the, the blinds? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, if you're watching on YouTube, it got kind of dark, got kind of dim on us, so we're going to adjust oh. the lights. So we went back upstairs to that room again where we saw uh, that shadow break the, the light of the, from the window. Yeah, that's good. And so we went back up in there. We were sitting in there. Uh, we were sitting in there not too long. We just kind of felt like nothing. So I, I, I had the idea, let's go out in the hallway. I want to go in the hallway. Oh, because oh, when we were in that room, we kept hearing noises. We just kept hearing noises. And so, yeah, it was, it was like, you know, it's hard to tell. Is it, is it the settling of the house? Is it something causing it is it electrical like what is it so i just oh, said yeah, you know what? let's just clicks. go yeah so i said let's just go out in the hallway and just sit in the hallway because again this is the second floor that hallway the second floor i think you can just kind of hear everything happening mm-hmm. that's how i was feeling so i said let's just sit out there so we sit out there and yeah the ghost meter was going off um something kept coming interacting with it and there's a there's a point because I, I just kept hearing things. It was kind of by that bathroom that you said you felt. You verified there was a spirit in that bathroom. Kind of feels coming from that down in that area. So anyway, we're sitting in there uh, in the hallway. And you hear a noise. We both heard it. And I think, but I think that might have been the heater. Because I can kind of hear like some humming, like electric humming. So we, we, I said, I, think that's, I think that was the, the heater turning on. Then we hear a couple more clicks. And we, we got those. Um, on on audio, but it was just all you would hear is a click. So I'm not playing it, but yeah, because <laughs> you hear a click. Um, there's one that we hear. We hear a click, and we're like, "Oh, you hear that? Yeah, we heard that." There's another one that you can hear, but we didn't acknowledge that during this audio. So I don't know if we heard that, but we heard it on here. Um, we did catch a couple EVPs, but it's hard to tell because there are some people outside. Right. There's a lot of because being downtown, there's a lot of uh, commotion on a Friday outside. night. 
Yeah, it was a Friday night. I mean, it's not near bars or anything, but there's still people going up and down the yeah, street. stores. Cars and driving by. Um, so on the audio, you hear sometimes people go outside, slamming car doors, talking to each other, yeah. yelling at each other. Um, but there, there was a couple times where you could hear things outside, and then it'd be quiet for a while, and then you hear something on the audio, and you can't tell if that's coming from outside or, inside. or if it's something that was in there with us. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't anything that was like actually saying words. It was more of like a just like a noise, like a, noise. Eh, a person, a like, person's yeah, like a voice. Yeah. Going, huh? Yeah, yeah. So more like that because uh, we can't tell if it was inside with us or outside. We just we were scrapping it and just saying, you know, we're not. Yeah, we'll say, mention so. it. <laughs> yeah, we we heard something. You know, could be outside though. Could be a person talking, or it could be in the room next to us. So we so we did that, and we heard, we we could hear some noises around the house it, it's a very active house so i think you you came up with maybe around eight spirits so there was about eight spirits we kicked that one out we took pictures of and confirmed with with brandy and one of one of the eight i escorted out and so there were still seven so the place is pretty active lots of spirits in there yeah but i'm pretty sure he's not going to hear as all the commotion up in the attic anymore because that that one making all the noise is gone Still plenty of plenty of spirits in there, though. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you're being watched. Um, and maybe because maybe because we're the only ones. So I'm sure, like in the daytime, when there's they have their employees and and customers coming in, you know, you don't really notice a lot of stuff. But when it's just right. you, the two of us in a pitch black house, at and I'm sure midnight, that's how it is for him when he's by himself. Exactly. Up yeah, I bet you feel that, huh, buddy. You probably feel <laughs> yeah. those eyes on you because that's how I felt the whole night. They were just. Eyes just locked on us, and I kind of felt like maybe they were even like following us. I don't think they leave the rooms very far from where but like, they like are. Like that lady in that room, she's like, she's, 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 I think she's like peering out, just watching where we're going. I think she not just like following goes the stays from the entrance and walks out to the banister back and forth. So yeah, I don't think they're like roaming around the house. I think they they have like areas that they stay in, kind of got that. Yeah. So what I did on that second floor at the very end is we got on that second floor, that open landing, and I just said. Hey everybody! I, loud because it's just the two of us anyway. So I, I was I was kind of screaming this really loud. I said, "Hey, come up here! I want to have a meeting. Everyone, let's let's have a house meeting." I was just kind of being loud. I didn't know why it provoked me to do this. I just kind of felt like it. I don't think we were running the voice recorder though for that. No, we weren't. But anyway, we ran Echo Box. We ran a Spirit Box. We didn't really hear much coming through there. And I just was trying to, "Hey, come on, come on! Don't be don't be afraid of us." Don't be afraid of us. We, this is your time to communicate and to talk. Uh, if you've got something to say, now's the time. We're just trying to trying to provoke them to come out, uh, but not you know not being jerks about. It. Just saying, hey, come on over. Just feel free to sit around us. We put all of our our devices on the floor, and they all are green. And we're like, hey, just touch anything. You can kick it. You can pick it up. You can touch it. You can step on it, and it'll change colors. And we weren't getting much um, interaction with that. Doing that, and we didn't do the voice recorder. So I don't know if we heard any voices come through, but at that point, for me though, I felt like everything kind of started settling down. That's exactly when I was feeling that too, and I'm like, hey, I think we should probably call it a night. Yeah, because that's when I th- I think they got comfortable with us walking around, maybe. Um, but I kind of felt at that point, and, I, and basically what I said was, I just have a meeting at that point. I I, I thought, well, I gotta say something because I'm <laughs> announcing this meeting, and I just said, hey, listen, we already kicked out one jerk. Don't be a jerk in here. Be cool with the staff. Be cool with the customers that come in. Just don't be a jerk, or you want to kick you out too. <laughs> um, and 
And I just kind of felt like things calmed down. Like I just kind of felt like the eyes were kind of off. In, this is kind of how I envision things of just uh, oh, me, me saying that just reminded me of something. But me saying that, like I just, I just, I kind of had a flash of they were maybe standing around us and they just kind of walked away. Like okay, whatever. <laughs> but there was a point when we first got in there and we were and I was yelling like, hey, I want to have a meeting. That 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 spirit on that top of the stairs. I kind of, I just had a flash vision of her with her arms crossed, leaning against the doorway. I just had this flash vision of her, just her arms crossed, leaning against the doorway, like, what are these guys doing? Anyway, it just flashed in my head. And uh, I don't, I didn't ask Brent what she looked like or anything, but I kind of got the impression that she came from like the late, like her dress, the way she's dressed. I imagine like, you know what? Almost like a corset, but not a corset. The kind that goes all the way up the neck. Okay. And yeah. like the really... Like the blouse that goes all the way up to yeah, the Yeah, and then like the really wide dresses. Mm-hmm. I know what you're like talking that. about. That's, that's kind of what I imagine. I'm not really wearing a big dress, but kind of just that top part being... The blouse-like. Yeah, going all the way up the neck. Yeah, interesting. And then, yeah, that's kind of what the vision I get of what she looks like. Yeah, but, I can um, see. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I, I was her hair. Did you can you imagine her hair being kind of up? Yeah, that's how I did. Like again, her arms crossed. She's just leaning. Nothing like she's not like being mean or her arms just crossed, just leaning against the door. She's just like, a watcher. She's yeah, she just like, like what watching are what's you going on, shouting about over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it down, you dumbass. Yeah, what are you shouting for? <laughs> Everyone's sleeping. God. But, so uh, yeah, I just had that flash vision of that. But yeah, the place is super haunted. Lots of spirits in there. And uh, when I dropped the keys off to Jake, he was talking about acquiring a few human skulls. Interesting. So who knows what that might bring in? Yeah, because you said be careful; they're not having attachments to them, and maybe yeah, I want them. <laughs> yeah. So interesting to see what what might happen with those. So. Yeah, it's, it, it, which is it's a fun twist. So. But yeah, we will uh, keep in contact. We'll probably want to maybe do some more investigations there. Maybe pinpoint some of these spirits, get some more names and uh, some characteristics of. Who yeah, they are. If, if Raven Thorn is up for it, maybe we can bring like maybe like a, our, our, some of our medium friends with us. Yeah, maybe they can some, help. Maybe yeah, they can kind of pinpoint uh, exactly who kind of yeah. their stories, and then it'll just be more interesting for the uh, for Jake and his employees to be able to like communicate with these spirits by name and say, "Hey, so and so," you know, depending yeah. on what area they're in in the house, and tell the stories to the customers that come in exactly. interested about it. So, right on. Thanks a lot, Jake, for letting us go in there. Yeah, I appreciate and, uh, you guys. That was awesome. We'll, yeah. uh, that really was awesome of them to let us do that and, and trust us. I guess it's easier to find us, but still, to trust us was awesome. <laughs> that was really cool, letting us have the run of the place for the night. So uh, we'll keep in contact. I'll let you know as soon as this drops, buddy. But um, thanks for everybody for listening. We're going to call that an episode. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Talk to you next time. Peace, love, and so.